Letter five of Letters from England, eighteen forty six to eighteen forty nine, by Elizabeth Davis Bancroft. Read for LibriVox.org into the public domain. Letter to Mrs. Polk, London, December second, eighteen forty six. My dear Mrs. Polk, you told me when I parted from you at Washington that you would like to get from me occasionally some accounts of my experiences in English society. I thought at that time we should see very little of it until the spring, but contrary to my expectation, we have been out almost every day since our arrival. We made our debut in London on the first day of November, the suicidal month, you know, in the midst of an orange-colored fog, in which you could not see your hand before you. The prospect for the winter seemed, I must say, rather triste, but the next day the fog cleared off, people came constantly to see us, and we had agreeable invitations for every day, and London put on a new aspect. Our first dinner was at Lord Palmerston's, where we met what the newspapers call a distinguished circle. The Marquis of Lansdowne, Lord and Lady John Russell, Marquis and Marchioness of Clanricarde, Canning's daughter, Earl and Countess Grey, Sir George and Lady Grey, etc., etc., I was taken out by Lord Palmerston, with Lord Grey on the other side, and found the whole thing very like one of our Washington dinners, and I was quite as much at my ease, and they seemed made of the same materials as our cabinet at home. I have since dined at Lord Morpeth's, Lord John Russell's, Lord Mahon's, Dr. Holland's, Baron Park's, the Prussian ministers, and to-day we dine with the Duchess of Inverness, the widow of the Duke of Sussex to-morrow with Mr. Milman, a prebend of Westminster, and a distinguished man of letters. We have been at a great many soirees, at Lady Palmerston's, Lady Grey's, Lord Auckland's, Lady Lewis's, etc., etc. And now, having given you some idea whom we are seeing here, you will wish to know how I like them, and how they differ from our own people. At the smaller dinners and soirees at this season I cannot, of course, receive a full impression of English society, but certainly these persons now in town are charming people. Their manners are perfectly simple, and I entirely forget, except when their historic names fall upon my ear, that I am with the proud aristocracy of England. All the persons whose names I have mentioned to you give one a decided impression not only of ability and agreeable manners, but of excellence and the domestic virtues. The furniture and houses, too, are less splendid and ostentatious than those of our large cities, though they have more plate and liveried servants. The forms of society and the standard of dress, too, are very like ours, except that a duchess or countess has more hereditary pont lace and diamonds. The general style of dress, perhaps, is not so tasteful, so simply elegant as ours. Upon the whole I think more highly of our own country, I mean from a social point of view alone, than before I came abroad." There is less superiority over us in manners and all the social arts than I could have believed possible in a country where a large and wealthy class have been set apart from time immemorial to create, as it were, a social standard of high refinement. The chief difference that I perceive is this. In our country the position of everybody is undefined and rests altogether upon public opinion. This leads sometimes to a little assumption and pretension of manner which the highest class here, whose claims are always allowed by all about them, are never tempted to put on. From this results an extreme simplicity of manner, like that of a family circle among us. What I have said, however, applies less to the South than to the large cities of the North, with which I am most familiar at home. I hope our memory will not be completely effaced in Washington, for we cling to our friends there with strong interest. 
present my respectful regards to the President, and my love to Mrs. Walker and Mrs. Rucker, to the Masons also, and our old colleagues all, and pray lay your royal commands upon somebody to write me. I long to know what is going on in Washington. The Pleasantons promise to do so, and any pain, to whom and to Mrs. Madison give also my best love. Believe me yours with the highest regard. E. D. Bancroft. End of letter 5. Read by Sibella Denton. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, please visit LibriVox.org.